Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us today got some good news and some bad news to kick things off what would you like first there mahoney dave let's start today's show with some bad news some bad news yeah uh what do you have a floating home mm-hmm. they can be pretty cool i don't know if you've ever seen those like in the, like the puget sound and seattle no there's actually like homes that float no oh. they're not like a houseboat because they're not boats they're more of the house nature but they're floating mm-hmm. okay what? so yeah i mean they there's been more and more of these things attempted on the over water. The years. They're actually on the water. So, are they part of that whole uh, trash ecosystem where it's like collecting trash so it's helping it float? Have you seen the? Uh, have I've you seen, seen those? I've seen what you're talking about. I don't think this is what he's talking that's, about. This is talking about like that, that's not the case at all. Like next time you go to Seattle, where your your dad is, yes, have him take you to the floating houses because it's so strange how they have. Their whole little communities that have their own zip codes and little governments and the whole bit, and they're all floating houses. It's mm. just strange. Sounds strange. This, not in Seattle, this is actually in Panama, but they were doing kind of the same thing. Uh, they had a structure that's called a sea pod, and it's designed to be self-sustaining, kind of what you were talking about where, you know, it's restorative and everything else, but it also has some incredible views, mm. and it's, you know, three and a half floors, not huge as you'd expect, like 300 feet of living space, and then a bunch of outdoor space as well. Okay. It's seven and a half feet above the waves, and they are priced starting at around 295000 They can reach $1.5 million, so but not cheap. The minimum is $300,000 for a house that's floating. That's 300 square feet. They could, your house could float ass, just float on its ass away? Well, um, in this case, it, it didn't float away. It, uh-huh. uh, it just stopped the floating part. It, it sank. sank. It sank, yeah. Nah. Like home values know. across America. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it had just had enough. <laughs> it's just like, I give up, man. Some good news today as well. Uh, studies say that family dinners, and Audrey, you've been getting into this recently. Sunday dinners. They are the key to reducing stress. See, okay, so I put this in. <laughs> I'll believe that. I put this in and giggled because do you remember Sunday dinners growing up? They were the most chaotic thing Ever. I can't tell. I think the only time I cried, well, that's not true, but majority of the times whenever I was crying, it was over Sunday dinner because my stepdad loved to be evil and do this thing. He loved to be evil. Whenever, specifically, <laughs> I swear, it was just to watch me cry. He would make me my favorite meal, mashed potatoes, oh, gravy, yeah. Salisbury steak because I'm trash. Woo-wee. And then he would pair it with the worst vegetable ever. Was it broiled it Brussels was sprouts? Peas. Peas. Canned Pe- peas. peas. When you're a kid, bad. when you're a kid, oh my god, they were stinky, smelly, Ooh. mushy, really? gushy. Man. And he would pair it with my favorite meal on purpose. I, I swear. You never put you you just didn't roll your peas into your mashed potatoes? No, Dad. I'm not gonna put it in with my favorite that's thing. I, that's what I would do. <laughs> that's exactly corn? what he would say. He was put like, just, corn in you there, can't put even your peas taste in there. It. Oh yeah, just mix it all together. Yeah. yeah. It just becomes a no. big, yeah, big potato like casserole. I mean, like, I get it. Bro- or boiled Brussels sprouts are trash. Mm-hmm. But baked, covered, baked. and smothered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. Like, we, we have done a 180 on Brussels sprouts. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. Salisbury steak, actually, stray dogs. Oh. 
They taste yeah, delicious, so, yeah, especially they when are. they're covered in mm-hmm. gravy. I, but you're, you're saying there's, there's, a, me, boy. there's a study that says that this is reducing stress. I mean, on who? Because I can't be the person who's preparing the Sunday dinner for the entire no, family. It's, it's, it's got to be awful for them. But it's for the quality else. time. Yeah, I think yeah. that's attached uh, to it. Okay. So it's like whenever you're 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 around the people who you love, it, it de-stresses who you. Who wants to get together and talk about everything right before you have to go back to work or school on a Monday? Like, let us just go to our own separate places and let's just Why are you exist? such a grub? They say 84% of people wish that they could share a meal with loved ones more often. 84%? That's a lot. Not on a what, Sunday. What can 84% of Americans agree on. You would rather little. do it on a Saturday? The, yes. The, the no, middle of no your weekend? No way. Do that on a Saturday. Everyone this just, is why we need a three-day weekend every weekend. I am with you on that. That's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. The uh, The average adult eats alone roughly half of the time. Almost 90% of the time for me. I have, Maybe more. You, and you don't feel like excruciatingly lonely? You also you are just... It, you, it's so weird how you are all about food, and food is like the central thing in your life yeah. that brings you joy. And you guys at your house don't even have like a breakfast nook area. You don't have a table. We don't eat together. We eat our our, our diets, as you may have noticed by I how mean, we look. We can still I eat mean. together. Because then you, here's the thing. Like, neither one of us really cook either. I mean, like, I cook a couple things here and there. My wife does, she cooks a couple things here and there. But, like, we don't cook together. We don't, there's no, like, You've never dying. been like, let's figure out how we can cook a meal together no. that we're both going to enjoy. Not a single time no, once. Man. My wife eats healthy. I don't. It's just that's just the the life we live. So you, we don't have a we don't have a crystal like a big ass table because or we we converted our dining we actually converted our dining room that was supposed to be our in our house. Yes, we you built have a it. formal dining room and you turn it into a gym. Yeah, yeah, yep, a I'm, gym that you've never been in. See, that's how much I love her. Her own gym. I gave up the you thing that I love the most: <laughs> what food for the thing I hate the most? Exercise. What an absolute martyr you I'm are! A hero. You, you deserve a medal. Thank you. Or a meal. Call or text us at eight three three yo dumb and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Mahoney, I feel like you're a good neighbor. Audrey, I feel like you're a good neighbor. Uh, the question is, would you do what I did this morning? You guys know that I leave my house very early, and it's still dark outside when I leave and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving through my neighborhood, and keep in mind that my neighborhood is very quiet. There's not a lot of stuff that happens in the neighborhood, especially late at night, which is good. I am here for That's why you yes. choose like to live in the suburbs and live in a neighborhood like that, because and you don't want crazy Loud excitement, all sorts of stuff going on. You want peace and quiet. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll hear the fireworks getting shot off anytime that we're anywhere in the three-month vicinity of mm-hmm. the 4th of July. But it's normally a, a couple neighborhoods over, which I appreciate. There, there's a little bit of separation there. Fine, fine. So, again, quiet neighborhood, driving out this morning. What's going Still on? dark outside. Okay. And they have this rule in my neighborhood, which is kind of annoying if you have company, but kind of great. In every other situation where you can't park on the street overnight. You can park on the street during the day, but overnight. And again, it's kind of annoying if you have company, but otherwise it does keep the neighborhood looking very organized. I'm I'm one of, I'm with you. I hate street parking. If you have I think you should be able to be allowed to park on the street. If you have filled up everything else in your house, like if you're parking in your garage and your driveway and then the overflow to the street should happen. I feel like that's the that's the progression. 
I feel like Audrey's got this look on her face like I am this bougie bitch because, dude, you don't uh, have the same. Y'all, y'all are talking, y'all are talking real money bags right money now. Money bags. No, y'all just, are talking real what, different what, tax bracket. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is I'm just talking about a real annoying HOA is what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, they will straight up ticket me Again, in front I of say, my own house. I've been homeowner <laughs> different tax bracket. I've been, I've been I've been ticketed at your house by that and the the, 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 the whatever the stickers that they put on there are the world's they don't ever come off. Like they yeah. ticketed me at what your kid's birthday parties. Did they really? In the middle of the summer when it was like the hottest it could possibly be. So that thing just melted right on there. But your brother, being the MVP that he is, came when he came in because he was late, ended up... Uh, ripped it right ripped off. Ripped it right off like one second later. And I was like, man, I, will, I, I feel like I owe him my life now. You do. You do. <laughs> I do for, because so, I did not want to scrape that glue. So this morning, again, very quiet. I'm driving through the neighborhood as always. There's nothing going on except for there's this one random bicycle that is parked not even on the sidewalk, kind of like half on the sidewalk, half on the street. And you're okay. like, okay, why would that be it's a big weird. deal? Because you know what I'm talking about. It was a crackhead bicycle. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, you know yeah. exactly what I'm talking we about. We were just talking about this. This. Is, not, this is not a normal bicycle. This is a crackhead bicycle. This is a like 30-year-old, 40-year-old guy on a BMX, right? So it wasn't a BMX. It was like a, a mountain bike okay. that I think had two different... Rims on it. You know a meth head bike when you see it. You just do. It's you can't explain it always, but you just know it when you see it. Like there's no reason why somebody that lives in the neighborhood would have just left their bicycle. It's not a kid's bike. Like it's it's an adult bike. It's half on the sidewalk, half in the street. It's sitting there, and it's just been left there by itself. Also, I don't know about you. When we were kids, we we like occasionally you'd see your friends who left their bikes out. Yeah. In front of their this houses. Is, it wasn't this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I yeah. feel like that has gone away yeah. since, like, the two, the early 2000s. Because people be stealing bikes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I drove past it, and I was like, that's weird. Did you circle the neighborhood? I did. You, I you did. looking for this crackhead? I rolled down my windows, and I was, I was looking... To try to, I don't, I don't know You're what I was. You're profiling. I don't profiling. <laughs> if you are, if, if it's you, you profiling somebody, crackheads in your neighborhood, your quiet neighborhood, looks like you is riding a meth head bike, I'm going to profile you too. I would call the cops more so quick on somebody who looks like Audrey. I'm like, this ain't right. I'm a runaway. Something is something is not <laughs> something is not she right. She's a hostage. I'm running from a life. I so I, I circle back and I start looking around and I'm looking to see if there's any like gates that are open into like the neighbors' houses that maybe like there's somebody that's roaming around. And then it struck me, if I do encounter somebody, what do you do with the crackhead? What crack the head? hell am I going to do? No, no, what no, am I going to do? Hit him with your car. No, that's Just not what he said. Yeah, that's no. not what he said at all. So you know what you need to do, uh, which I, 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 I don't know if you've entered full dad mode. I mean, yeah, I know having four kids, what a flex. Uh, but yeah, you can't like beat them up with like your sperm. No, 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 no. Not, with you, my sperm? Yeah. Uh, I could try. They're, they're strong. I feel like you think your sperm are stronger than you are. Oh, yeah. Uh, you need, what a weird superpower. You need a superpower. Oh, you need a superpower flashlight. I do have a mag light, my car. No, no, mag light is just for beating somebody. With. That's I'm I know. talking. That's a, no, oh, you're, you're talking about like the this. This, this, I this have is, one. This is such a dad thing. It's like it's a two million candle light. Two million. Uh, yes, <laughs> I actually I have one that is five million candles. Five million. I've got candles. a five million candle. You know, one up to you on candles. I can't believe they're like measuring out candles and they're like, all right, this is. I don't think that's. A, this ain't really five million candles. It's like horsepower, right? Kind of. Yeah. But you need to get like a five or a ten million uh, candle flashlight because dude having a super powerful flashlight you don't understand like the power that you wield because i've gone out a you, couple you times wield how many candles five million or five million, million. Or 10 million. Power. Or 10 yeah. million. 
uh, and, and or what I like to call it a torch. Yeah, uh, you know that's yeah. it's, it's a little bit fancier. But you go outside does it, at does, night does and you turn that thing the... on, and it you just dude, it is a spotlight on people, and they they, they will. That 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 meth head will just scurry out okay, like a cockroach. Have you used this? Oh yeah, you've used this on meth heads. Not meth heads, but I've been on un- un- crazy kids. There was there was a, there was like a missing person in my neighborhood one time, and I went out with a group of people. And oh, we were, and you were the guy that had the, the yeah. Damn right, I lit that whole I lit the whole neighborhood up. I saw it that like night. It was daytime. Sperm man came running. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Let me just ask one question. Who do you think was hotter and is still hotter to this day? So Gordney Weaver or Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, message to Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, Jamie Sorry. Lee Curtis was and is... An all-time classic beauty. And aging gracefully. She's definitely promoting this, uh, like, aging is okay movement where you're seeing a lot of people who are actually getting their implants removed. They're getting their filler taken out. Um, I could never, but good for them. So, like, it's just kind of, you know... (laughs) Promoting she, this like healthy, she's the activity one, right? Yeah. Isn't that Jamie yeah. Lee? Yeah, she's doing it, and she's done a thousand Halloween movies. Which another one getting ready to come out, or it is coming out. I don't know when it when it hits the shelves. But Sigourney Weaver, let's not let's, I, let's we don't need to pit awesome people against awesome people. So, I mean, her in Alien, her in Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I mean, just all time classic roles. See, when you when you think about people like that that have aged gracefully and they're in their I would assume 60s at this point, yes. maybe 670s perhaps. Uh, 70, Sigourney Weaver is 73. And 73. I think I think Jamie Lee is up there too because she was like peak during John DeVolta peak. So like yeah. they're the same age. So she is 60 something. When you think about people like that that are, you know, in their 60s and their 70s and they're still gorgeous, w- is that what you kind of strive for, or are you just like I can't wait till I've, I can let myself? Totally I've already go. let myself go. Oh yeah, I mean like okay. post right. like I think twenty two was forty was the peak. <laughs> yeah, you're forty, dude. That ain't getting any better. Yeah. Uh, there's no religion. Like, age I had, so much better than women. That is that, so not that, true. See, but you're you're thinking about like John Hamm and Brad Pitt. Like when you think about dudes aging gracefully, I no, mean, look at you and you. Ten years ago, thumb rings in spiky okay. hair. Just because it looks we were much, giant, we look much better. Just because we were giant douchebags doesn't mean and we're we, aging gracefully. And we split one salary ten years ago. You know, it's a little different now. But like, we can afford, be poor and hot. No, we can afford. Nah. We can afford. A, here's the thing. You're, we can afford you, a haircut now. No, dude, you guys are spending all your money on affliction. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you weren't poor. You were buckled. Like they were just taking yeah, all your money. Yeah. They're taking all your paychecks. Affliction was not cheap. That was. Even before, I mean, ten years ago was 2012. I mean, the afflic- the affliction era for me and Dave was, it was like 2000. No, was like 2004 to like 2008. So you were yeah. doing the you were you weren't even like TJ Maxx affliction. You guys were like the OG. We went so to I had, I had we two went to like the affliction the store. Ooh. Yeah, I had two had affliction, affliction shirts, and I and, and I remember like I I didn't eat for like weeks because <laughs> I I, I bought it. I had a, I had an Ozzy Osbourne affliction shirt, and then I oh. had a I believe George St. Pierre. So uh, I'm not I will, hating. I wore them too. I will go on the record and say, and I'm very proud of this fact that I never bought an affliction shirt. I never what? bought a single affliction shirt. Did you ever. do the jeans? I, so the, you knew exactly where I was going. Yeah. Yes. Because you bought, didn't. You either did one or the other. I bought the true religion jeans, yeah, but I couldn't afford the real uh, true religion jeans. I still got real true religion, but I had to go to the outlet mall. Yeah. And I got some that were. 
kind of like bell bottomy, which is just not my thing like at the all. Boot cut. But yeah, but like that's all I could afford, and that's all that they had in my size, and so I got them. Oh, Dave, yeah. there's nothing wrong with going to the outlet. Yeah, I, I mean, I really I don't. But when you when go to the outlet and you walk out with a pair of jeans that you know look terrible on you, but you're just going to wear them because they are true religion, like I, I should be better yeah, than that. But I'm not. I saw someone on TikTok wearing true religion the other day, and I was Did like, you? no, don't, can't bring, do don't this. you bring that and, back. and miss me. Yeah, if we had the money that we had now. And the wherewithal of like how to properly groom and take care of ourselves at 22, we would have been it would have it would have been it would have been lights out. Uh, no, it would have been terrible for us because, uh, as Audrey can attest, we needed someone to fix us. I had abs, man. <laughs> I had abs. I had legitimate I abs. You, you could have fixed us. I could have yeah. fixed you both. If only we had met ten years uh, sooner, this show would have been. You would, been, Canada, you, would have, you would have been eight. <laughs> I was funny at eight. <laughs> we could have bought her beer, just paid her in Coors Light. <laughs> have you guys ever seen a personal license plate? You can't figure out what it means because it's just gibberish. Or So what you want to do is go up and, you know, have them roll down their window and ask them a question very politely. Hi, what the f*** does your license plate mean? I mean, we don't do that for real, but it sure would be nice if you could. Message deleted. In today's Chronicles of Dave is a Douche, I used to also have a personalized license plate. God, I hate me. What is wrong with me? It was on a Dodge Charger. On a Charger. What a colossal douche. A loud one. (laughs) I dated two dudes with Chargers. I'm... There is just something about personalized plates that just draws my ire when they uh, cut me off. I, I just, it just, it makes it that, it's like a BMW cutting you off, a white BMW without a state plates, and or a car with a personalized okay. license plate. Those are the two. Can we just be clear on what the douchiest personalized plates are? Because don't get me wrong, mine was said disorder because the name of the show that I was doing at the time was called Extreme Dis- <laughs> Things I, you can't I, do in 2022. I know, I know. But, be able and then have a, so what, what was your disorder? Was it the show was called and yes, ADD like attention deficit Dave, attention deficit disorder. disorder. Okay, okay. Yeah, right, so okay. anyway, it was clever. It was clever. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, and I'd probably get canceled for it. No, actually, you would fit right in. What I because okay. everybody right now has something, so you would have fit in perfect. The ones that are the worst, in my opinion, are the ones where you can tell that somebody. Like gifted that person a Honda Civic, where it says like Jerry's girl, oh, <laughs> or gift for Nancy, and you're like, oh god. Or I spent a- my daughter's retirement on this uh, gently used 2008 Honda Civic for my mistress. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So one of the most boring teams in the NFL, without question, is the Washington Commanders. Now, they managed to win on Thursday night football. Oh, they did. One of the worst games I've watched in years. I, it was versus the Bears, right? It was versus the Bears. I loved could, that game. Would you make you a did? bunch of money on it? Yes, I had the under. And okay. it, was, it was one of the easiest games. Because normally it's kind of a sweat. And it's it's always difficult. You're always stunned. You're like, how did they have the total at you know 38 and it was 36 points or 39. Like, how was it that close? Within one or one, you know, one or two points, whatever. It's always so close. The total was 38. Uh, At halftime, I believe it was three to nothing. I mean, it was just an absolute cakewalk. Oh, my gosh. Just a terrible, non scoring game. Uh, Oh, so you're telling me Thursday night football is getting better, huh? Thursday night football for the past two weeks have been two of the worst offensive <laughs> games that I've ever seen in my entire life. Good there was somebody Amazon. that was on social media last night that was saying that their strategy is to bet the under in every single Thursday night football game, 
Step two is to take the profits from that, which will be enough to buy Amazon in a few weeks, and then shut Jeff Bezos down and cancel Thursday Night Football permanently. <laughs> I mean, Thursday Night Football is kind of a joke. Can I ask this? Because I'm kind of new into the game. I'm not going to pretend like I know. So whenever you're dishing out Thursday Night games, and in, the, in this case, like the Bears versus the Commanders, what a snooze fest, does every single team have to play a Thursday game? Or is it yeah. like no. where you're watching um, college football and the best teams get the 7 p.m. Slot. No, they, they flex games that are the best games, but like the Thursday night games, because those are the island games, they don't flex those. Mm-hmm. They'll flex like the Sunday 1 o'clock and Sunday night football games sometimes, mm-hmm. normally a little bit later in the season. But as far as like when you're on the schedule for Thursday night, it's happening. But the reason I bring it up is because the commanders, you know, have had this reputation of being just sort of a hot mess for mm-hmm. years now. And, you know, there was the name change, which a lot of people thought was necessary, but it, it's really about the ownership. I kind yeah. of just wanted them to stay the Washington the football team at that point. owner in football, and that says Did a lot you, considering Jim Irsay exists. Didn't Bezos try and buy the commanders at one there point? There was talk about that. I don't. It's so political. But what's interesting is that Daniel Snyder, who is the owner of the Washington commanders, was talking with somebody recently, and it's being reported that because the whole thing with John Gruden getting fired right. when it was emails with they were he investigating said a bunch of dumb stuff. He did say a bunch of dumb stuff. He did a bunch of dumb things. But the yeah, fact he, got he wasn't fired. innocent, but the fact no. that he got fired. The directed. Raiders coach gets fired when they're doing an investigation into the Commanders. Like what? Yeah. It doesn't make any for sense. For something he said when he wasn't even in the NFL, he was a he was a commentator, commentator for time. ESPN. Exactly. Well, it was now weird. It's being reported that Daniel Snyder, who's the owner of the Commanders is saying that the reason why he still is able to be an owner in the NFL is because he has enough, quote, dirt on the other NFL owners and Roger Goodell mm-hmm. to, quote, blow up the league. I saw this. Nobody I, has I saw that he used to blow up the no, league. They, of course they don't. Yeah, but he said that he hired a, uh, like a PI or, or some type of uh, investigator to where he was able to dig up some dirt. And whether or not that's true, the fact that he's even uh, announcing any of this is so hey, stupid. Man, Jerry Jones is going to have you killed. <laughs> like, For what, real. What are you doing? For what real. What are you doing? Shut For up. For real. If you're at those NFL owners meetings where we all know that some weird stuff is going down, yeah. like this is a weird old dude orgy. That's exactly what it is. For real. Shut up, Daniel Snyder. Yep. I mean, you're going to, what is it, that, that dude who, who was like, yeah, there's a bunch of cocaine and orgies, and yeah, man, not, then you don't get voted back in. Yeah. This, they're going to they're gonna take you out back. <laughs> they're going to, what is his name, Madison Cawthorn, yeah, your ass? Yep. <laughs> they are. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, strangest dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated. On Dave and Mahoney. Normally, the internet is undefeated. It's all about just us finding things that make us laugh online. And it is every single day where we are constantly entertained. In fact, Audrey, I would say that you are probably the the most entertained out of any of us by the internet. I just love people's goofy lives. And I just think that quick wit and if you have the ability to make me laugh on Twitter and just a couple sentences, I, I give you the crown. I think you're fantastic. Not all, not always hilarious, though. Sometimes it's very serious subject matter. It's important messages that we're sharing with people like this lady from Texas who was so helpful. Uh, Hocus Pocus has been a big movie for Disney+. Plus. It's been their biggest streaming movie to date. But it's not that great. It's not that unfortunately. great. Uh, but uh, it, it's probably a good thing that it's not that great. Because as it turns out, if you watch Hocus Pocus, all of your children are going to become possessed by the devil. 
according to her. I believe whatever comes in our TV screens, there are things attached to that. I've seen for myself the things that I've watched with my eyes or heard over a TV screen, they become manifested in, in real life. Everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen. Mm, that's just not true. And what kind of slow-ass news day did you send a whole news crew out there to interview this crazy woman? Full production. Like, what are you, you, you lit it up. You put a laugh mic on her. She teased her hair. hair. Oh, yeah. It was like an Oprah Winfrey-style interview. Uh-huh. Like she was like legitimately interviewing Lady Diana from the dead. It yeah, was very yeah. creepy. Some some douchebag reporter in the middle of Texas was sitting there going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tell me more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell Evil spirits coming through your TV screen. Okay. And, you know, I, and I said this last time, I do understand what she's attempting to say. I think that sometimes whenever... Like the Kim Kardashian effect. That like, what you manifest and what you watch is actually going to come into your home. If that was the case, spells. Audrey at 11 years old would have had a home full of porn stars. Oh, true. Yeah. I would have. I watched. Thanks a lot, DirecTV. Thanks yeah. a lot. And I, I would be the most decorated <laughs> war veteran of all time. You know, because of Call of Duty. All the Call of Duty. Call of no. Duty. And they could not be. <laughs> let me tell you could what's you not happening. Imagine. Who's the biggest bitch in the world? This guy. Oh, Mahoney. It's also, okay. in the internet is undefeated. This one from Tipsy or Toddler. It ended up being a toddler that was very upset about their cashews. What? You are funny. What did you just do? I took a picture <laughs> of my nuts. <laughs> I like that the dad thought that was so funny. He's like, got that on camera. I'm putting that on the internet. Good parent. going to follow my kid around forever. Did you I drink- took a picture of my nuts. <laughs> Did you know that Trader Joe's calls their like shelled pistachios nut meats? What? Pistachio nut meats? Hey. Really? Yes. Ew. They don't call it don't, shelled pistachios. Don't, don't buy your pistachios at Trader Joe's. What's wrong with, love, with Trader Joe's pistachios? I'm too, not, too, that, too expensive. You got to go to Costco. Also, uh, how horny is anyone at Trader Joe's where they're like, you know what? We're not even going to call them no. shelled pistachios. We're just going to go ahead and call them the nut meats. I've seen, I mean, I've seen what? some horny people at Trader Joe's. You have? Yeah. Was it you like catching your own reflection? At Trader really? No, no, Trader Joe's definitely like, if you're a single person. That's peak corn. Really? All dude, the horn lives the one, in Trader Why does Joe's. my wife like going to Trader Joe's so much? She always, is she always wearing me. her workout gear? Yes, yeah, she is. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Trader Joe's is small, too, so you're bumping into everybody. Yep. So this next clip may be me in a couple of weeks. There was some uh, some marital problems where this guy was married to this woman, and I guess her cousin wanted to hook up with her. Oh, no. You know, as you do. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> and she said that her cousin kept beating up her husband, who looks like a miniature Kid Rock. If Kid Rock had a meth problem. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just sort of standing there in the background sheepishly while she's talking to the news about how her cousin wants to bang her. Do you know how this fire started? Yes, I do. It was because of my cousin. Your cousin? Yes. Uh, do you know how or why? He's mad because he couldn't. He can't get with me. I'm married to my husband. And it's a long story. Just make it short. Yeah. He, put, he already put him in a hospital once last month. And he figured he's going to do something else to get back. So here's the thing. I never thought of this until just now. The fact that Cousin even thinks he has a chance makes me think that they have done stuff before. They absolutely have. 100%. There is no question about it. They the have fact for that he sure thinks hooked up. That, he, that that's like her. Like, I like that, that he's like, my gal. that's my gal. Hold on. I'm going to beat her husband up and put him in the hospital. That doesn't work. Let me just burn down their house real quick because you know she likes this. 
Ew. Ew. That's that, that's the that's the whole story that she's just not really Dude, wanting to tell I'll, on yeah. TV. I'll say, I'll say this. <laughs> I am I am not for kink shaming out here. You do you whatever, but I cannot like the hillbilly kinks. Look, we got we just got no. Yeah. That's, that's where I draw the line. You know what? That first report about the lady in Texas with the de- de- the devil coming through the TV, waste of time. That was an important news report, right? No, I do think the lady with the devil coming through the TV. Uh, I bet she's fun. You think so? I think so. I think she's so vanilla. You think so? Oh my god, oh. she is one or the other. It's yeah. There's yeah. no in between. I feel like she is a pillow princess in the most negative way possible. Either that, or she's like, bring your cousin in here. <laughs> I'm going to cast a no, spell on you. Cousin Dave. Yeah. Get your wand. And the, uh, oh. The final that was a hocus one pocus in, joke. The, I know. The final one here in the <laughs> Internet is Undefeated is also from Mullet Over, but this one a bit more innocent. This is just a gentleman that is sharing what he enjoys for his day to day lunch. And I feel like this one really speaks to Audrey because he's talking about them white monster drinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, I was thinking about my hilarious jokes. So this oh. is the, the the white monster is the elite. Yeah. The best palate cleanser is the white monster. Get a little sniff. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, my taste buds are locked and loaded for the main course. Without further ado, <laughs> the main course, Bon Appetit, the most wonderful roller dog. And everyone knows that I like my dogs rolled and my monsters cold. Let's maybe head yeah. on down to Franktown and have ourselves a little wiener. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dogs will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So I don't see what the big problem is here. Kids love driving. This, this guy just needed to get home, and so he decided that he was going to have his nine-year-old kid drive him there. We heard a story like this not that long ago. It just seems like there's been more and more of these that are surfacing. Uh, a witness suspected a driver was impaired because the vehicle was all over the roadway. Uh-huh. Car cut off another one near an intersection. Now, that's when they noticed, oh, wait, that person's not drunk. That is a child, an actual nine-year-old child. Uh, the 22-year-old had asked the nine-year-old to drive him home because he was drunk. Hmm. And then he began driving back to his own house after he dropped him off. So he dropped the drunk 22-year-old off at the house, and then the 9-year-old continued driving back to his own home. I mean, we I know we should be, we, we, but, we, are, we, are, we, are, we should chastise the 22-year-old, but I mean, pretty good for the 9-year-old, pretty right? Pretty good, right? You got the guy home, you dropped him off, and then you were driving back to your place. Are we sure he wasn't working for Uber? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a side hustle at yeah. nine, yeah, man. Yeah, he's just got to get that. He got to get them funds. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a weird choice when it comes to weapons. Several people called nine one one when they say that there was a woman going into apartments and threatening to kill people with a knife. Okay. Her name is a. Alyssa Marles Holmberg, she's 33 years old. She was chasing a man around when officers actually got onto the scene. As the police handcuffed her, she started resisting arrest and assaulting an officer and, of course, was screaming a bunch of racist stuff. Uh-huh. And she was also yelling racist comments at a man that was walking by. And here's the thing that got me. She chucked a jar of salsa at him that hit him in the back. Ow. And also threw pieces of pizza at people who were inside. What a waste of pizza. I mean, also Put her in totally, jail. totally ineffective. Like, what are you going to do with a piece of pizza? That's not even going to hurt. I mean, depends I mean, on how hilarious. old it is. Yeah. I mean, because that crust, you, get, you get like two-day-old pizza that's been sitting out, and then you get hit with the, the edge of that crust. Yeah, you could frisbee it straight to someone's no, eyeball. I was thinking, like, you'd probably throw it more like... Like a throwing like star? Like a throwing star. Yeah. 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 Oh. I like, guess if it's, okay. re- if it's really... 
really old, like you're saying, or really fresh where it's still super hot. Ooh. And it can be also just, a good way. Like open the roof of your mouth. You know, I, I really <laughs> just a bite. I really just feel like whenever people are angry, they're just grabbing the nearest things to them. I feel like you're really not thinking pizza weapon. You're just thinking whatever is close. Chucking to everything. Because yeah. you said she threw pizza, salsa, a jar weird, of salsa, yeah. Weird party, by the way. Yeah. Weird party. You have pizza, you have salsa. Those two things go together. And a huge racist woman that also will chase you around with a knife. Bad party. Yeah, Bad party not vibes. Great, not a great party. Whoever that host is, never it, throw Alyssa. another party again. Don't invite again. Alyssa again. Uh, have yeah. we ever tried salsa on pizza, though? I, I feel mean, like I bet that's, that that's not okay. that strange. Because it's, it's still tomato-based. I love both of those things. I've I feel, just it never may be a little, I like hot sauce on pizza. It so. may be a little too zesty. You like hot sauce on pizza. I do. Uh, I, I mean, pizza. It's, it's hot sauce and ranch combo. Hot, do you mix the hot sauce and ranch together? I do a little. Or do you like, do put a the hot sauce on the pizza? Ranch on the pizza, direct no. on the side. Let me tell you, Dave. Yeah, this is this is what I do. Mm-hmm. I do ranch uh-huh. on the plate. Yeah, then I do of the hot sauce uh-huh. on top of the of ranch. This sounds great. <laughs> and then I dip my pizza uh-huh. splat right into it. Yeah. Whole, whole pizza, or just the crust. Oh, every inch of the pizza. Every inch. Well. And then right into you, the, and then, then, the then what do you do with the pizza? I eat it, it's gone. Just the whole thing. Well, not at once. Oh, to take my time. This is Dave and Mahoney. There is a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? We've all encountered that individual before who thinks that they are entitled to the best service. And if they're not getting the best service, oh, they are going to let somebody know about it and they're going to do it. Not just while they're in that particular establishment, but then they're going to they're going to march home. They're going to open up their laptop and they are going to type a strongly worded review. Dave, this is a new day, a new age, the rise of the Karens, their words will have impact. They will tear down empires with each keystroke that they lay down. Okay. Jesus, uh, I'm not going to lie. Whenever you screamed rise like that, I started sweating. That was so aggressive. Yeah, that's yeah. how Karens do it. Uh-huh. We, this is a very serious segment. We have Karens and we have Darrens. If you're not familiar with Darrens, it's just the male version of a Karen. Mm-hmm. We'll start, though, with a Karen and the Thai-style noodle house in Las Vegas. Four oh, out of five stars, noodles. 440 reviews. Not bad. Thai food is, like, top tier. I had it last night. Dude, did, you? did you get food. yellow yeah. curry? Green curry. Oh, Aww. green curry. Not as good as yellow curry. Yellow is curry. The ultimate. No, mm. Well, Erica V said, great. Five out of five. Love the food. Always top quality. The place is super clean and the staff very efficient and friendly. Shelby S said, five out of five. Great service and food. Waitress was very helpful. Place is clean and inviting. Would highly recommend. Nice. Karen L, not impressed, said one out of five stars. My husband and I were tired and we decided to stop here for dinner. And this was a big the food was incredibly boring and bland. Also, it's the middle of the night right now, and guess what? I'm wide awake, and I know the culprit. It's the MSG. I couldn't <laughs> sleep all night. They better change their recipes because they are practically poisoning their customers. I have been pooping everywhere! Oh, poor 
a little. Why would hard, Madison but... Square Garden make you poop everywhere? <laughs> also, MSG. Basically, they that's just a dumb old like racist trope. Oh, is it really? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's that. like there's there's there things, evidence. but it's not nearly as bad as what they've made it out to be. And I'll just say this: as a fat dude, delicious. Also, it just, if, if you it, can't if you, blame only like Asian cuisine for having MSG and preservatives. Look at McDonald's, okay? You yeah. can keep McDonald's hamburgers out in the sun for a month, and that thing will still look also, the same. actually get a little better. Asshole. <laughs> also, if they... And a heat lamp. Asshole? That's what I said? Asshole? Also. Uh, also. You messed up the word also. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> That's not a curse word. Um, if it had MSG in it, then it would be tasty. So this yeah. is a this, this is a contradicting Karen we got here on our hands, Dave. Next, we'll go to the UPS store in San Diego, California. Four out of five stars. 130 reviews, which is actually a little bit better than I would expect for a UPS store. Like, who goes online is like, awesome UPS store. I feel like 130 reviews is, is substantial, actually. I feel like the ballot's been stuffed maybe on that one. <laughs> uh, Mary P. said five out of five. If you need a notary, come see Matilda. She is extremely professional, kind, and re- reliable. I'm Signed, to... Mary P. Definitely not Matilda. <laughs> no way. It says definitely not Matilda. No, that's just what oh, I'm thinking. Oh. It's like nobody is that passionate about a notary. Come on. Uh, Alexandra D. said five out of five. The employees at this UPS store are, have always provided exceptional customer service. They are so efficient and friendly and ensure the customers aren't waiting too long. Hmm. Darren C., not impressed, said one out of five stars. Bro, listen to me. The heavy set lady at the front counter tried to make me feel bad when I said yes to wanting a receipt. I understand because I'm smart that the majority of businesses are going green now, but I've had to return packages before getting lost. I bet they're opening packages and checking for valuable items before releasing and resealing and finishing the delivery. Trust me, friends. Get the receipts to keep these crooks in line, people! Okay. I mean, it's really not that big. I think you're just reading too much into this, bro. Just a little. Yeah. I mean, they they know that they have to print out all sorts of stuff, man. And also, there has never been a person who is, like, angry that the receipt comes out anyways. Yeah, and also, like, calling her the heavyset lady at the front counter is just little package energy. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, better. man. It doesn't cost much to ship that. to Dave and Mahoney. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. So I've told you guys that uh, being a parent is super glamorous, but it was two nights ago that I walked into the master bathroom and my wife was already in there getting ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And she goes, do you smell something? Oh, no. That, was, that there, smells like, was there poop afoot? That, and, well, and I was like, no, I don't smell anything. And maybe, I don't know, if I was stuffed Nose up blind. or something, I'd, uh, I was just like, no, I don't think so. And oh, no. we just kind of went about our business and just went to bed. And that's, oh, and that's no. it. And oh, then no. 48 hours later. <gasps> what did you find? Last night, oh, no. I'm getting ready for bed, and I have my little vitamin packs that I'll have before bed and when I wake up in the morning, and I I know, I'm a douche. Wait, do you, pause real yeah, quick, yeah. do you have like one of those like vitamin, that things that are specific to you, or do you just like go to Walgreens and pick up like No, the they, they have like the, the ones that come like packaged for like, here's the and ones you take day. in the morning. No, it's not like that. Oh. It's not that extra. It's extra you know what I'm talking like, about. I have the morning and then and the night. Don't you feel like package. vitamins are just a waste? Yeah, total scam. I'm, I'm sure. Like I'm sure. I take them every day. And <laughs> I'm sure. Feel like not it's a scam. Yeah, I'm not healthy. I mean, yeah, they're probably whatever. Okay, anyway, so, so anyways, so you're I'm, you're smelling something stinky while you're taking no, your vitamins. I'm not smelling anything. I just take my vitamins and I go to put the little little package into the trash can, and I look down and on the corner of my tub, which is kind of out of sight because it's 
below my sink, mm-hmm. there is a Lincoln log that is the size of a baby's forearm. What? A turd. Uh, just a full turd. A fat slam, right? And <laughs> a kid took a fat my dump two year old on son your bathtub. Just, just took a, <laughs> dropped that thing and just went about his day. And, and it had been there sitting there for, for two days, <laughs> and I didn't know that. I'm like, ah! like it looked, it looked. I and it thought, turned white, it bleached from the sun. I thought it was an iguana, like it was enormous. Oh my! It was that is this gosh. like? Did you well, jump like healthy? Like the cats who uh, are scared by cucumbers? <laughs> <laughs> like you, oh. did you freak How out? How did you a pick it up? I what just, did you do? I just went. I calmly said, "Babe, I found the smell." You were right. <laughs> Through my fine detective work, I have discovered that there has been an enormous turd three feet from my face for two solid and days. Still never and I still didn't smell it. Like, what's wrong with me, dude? Do I have COVID? This is, this is the peak of like man. Like, did you take a, she's, did you she's take like, a picture. Of I was going to. You didn't take a picture. I know. I was. I was like, man, if I put this on the internet, like he is never because it is. I mean, that was a big turn. That is something you should like, always have on the internet. No, not on the internet, but you showed it like us. That no. was like thirty percent of his body weight, man. Like that thing was enormous. <laughs> you poop shame him for for eternity. Okay, you put that so on the internet. Did you say put it? it in, Eternity. Eternity. Yes. <laughs> Forever. Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. When are you all going to get canceled and lose your show? I want to wake up in the morning and there be nothing there. You know, your, your complete show gone. You need to lose your show because you're not funny. Nothing that you say is funny anymore. You know, your new producer is taking the show and putting it in the ground, which that's what you want, I guess. Message deleted. Bye. Bye. Mary, bye. Goodbye. Mary, my goodbye. my sweet princess. Dave, I know. stop. No, don't you tell me to stop. We are in love, and I don't think that anyone can appreciate how deep the love runs between Mary You want and turbulent I. love? You're toxic. Sometimes. sometimes. You, you, want, you want it to hurt sometimes? Yeah. You want somebody to talk to you like hurt that? Me. No, I like, so when, gaslit. I, I like it when Mary hurts me. <laughs> it makes me love her more. No, also, listen, listen, Mary, you and I, we have been through it, ups and downs and everywhere in between. Ugh. And even though right now you are mad and I, I deserve to be punished, um... I think that we'll. I think that we'll make it through. Uh, also, we're not going to get canceled because of anything we say, because somebody would actually have to hear what we said, and that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem that we currently have. And Jordan, can you stop making us so unfunny, dude? Yeah. Apparently, it's your fault that we suck. Yeah. Uh, you know? The show I'm, was hilarious before you came. eight weeks ago. I am the. Showed. I am the one that sold the show. That's right. Yes, yep. it's your fault. You sold you the sold whole us. radio station, mm-hmm. the whole show, the whole bit. It's all your fault. Gained Everything a whole bad. nickel. That's right. A nickel. You you profited? Well. What the hell? Did y'all see any funds? You should give that nickel How back. How many shares of stock did you buy? <laughs> all of them. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you guys ever met someone and they are a complete B or an A-hole right off the bat from meeting? And you hear things about them, and then you begin to, you know, wonder, like, okay, it all makes sense, like, you know, because they are a total B or an a-hole. Message deleted. Yeah. 
But I also would think of it in this way. Whenever you're hearing somebody who you who you know and uh, like talking about uh, how everybody around them, they, they can't keep friends. They don't understand why. Like they're they're not a girl's girl or they're not a guy's guy. They just can't keep friendships around and, and it's never their fault. Mm. And they always make it seem like it's someone yes. else's fault. So whenever you're getting to meet them and, and you're kind of figuring out who they are, that moment, like that the, the, the caller just said, where you're realizing that they are a B or whatever it is, those are like those aha moments where like down the line of the re- uh, like friendship or relationship where you're like, no, duh. Like See, you're I, this way. I like feel like you, my superpower is just not giving a damn about people like that. If, if I meet somebody in the second that I meet them, they strike me as an a-hole. I just think never about think about, yeah. about them again. See, but I mean, I feel like first impressions sometimes are fleeting for me because yeah. everybody's doing whatever. And like, and also like what? You didn't appease me? What an ego trip. Like you didn't appease me in my first meet with you? Like oh, whatever. You give way more slag than I do. I mean, like I'm with Dave on you this. You got 30 seconds. Uh, I'll say this <laughs> about people. The people who you, you kind of bring up an interesting point, Audrey. I, the people, the guys and the girls who are out there who they proclaim, like I can only be friends with Blank, like this. T- I can or only like be friends with women. Friends. I can only be friends with men. Toxic that, as hell. Yes, there is yeah. there is a problem For with sure. that but person. I will say there are certain toxic relationships that sometimes you just can't get enough of. And Mary, I am once again talking to you, my sweet queen. I hope you're enjoying your morning in your recliner, kicking back both feet up, shoes off, enjoying a blueberry wine cooler. Mm. Is there room for two in that recliner, by chance? Wouldn't that just be a couch if it was a? Double-seater recliner. <laughs> Most people don't know this, but any seat that Mary and I sit on is a love seat. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Steve-O is hanging out in studio this morning, and man, what a weird start to this interview. It hasn't even started until right now, but you've been sleeping in the parking lot this whole time? Sleeping in a Tesla for the last, like, better part of a week. I did one practice night in California. Uh-huh. You practice sleeping in your car? Well, just to make sure that, like, it, it's, it works all right. Yeah, and it, it and does? It works great. Works great, good, yeah. It works yeah. great, like, yeah. um... The, the, it's a, a Tesla Model Y, so it's like one of the cheaper ones. The seats fold down, and I bought this like rad bed that's made specially for it. You know, window shades, the whole deal. Um, so I'm making making this video, and we're on the radio, huh? Yeah, we're. we're, we're yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm gonna live in my car for a week, but that seems kind of boring. So I decided, let me find a, a crane operator. I've got a 110-foot-tall crane and a team of welders, like, welding a frame for the car to, to suspend it 100 feet in the air. And so I'm going to sleep overnight hanging 100 feet in the air. And uh, I just got word from the UFC that uh, we're good to go to do it on, on the property. So, so you're going to do it at the UFC yeah, headquarters? Yeah, which is great because I'm going to the fights on Saturday. And you're I'm, a huge UFC fan, yeah, right? Big yeah, big time. Um, and I've got a, a show in Vegas at the Virgin Theater on Sunday. On Sunday at 7 o'clock, the theater over at Virgin Hotels, which is a great room. In fact, you've been there before. I think that you actually were at the MMA Awards many years ago at the theater, which was the joint at the time. It's so crazy, man, how nervous I get, like... When I hear, you've been there before. <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, have I? What did I do? Did everyone have fun? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was at the MMA Awards in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't remember that that was the Virgin Theater. But, dude, 
I, I gotta, I gotta say this, man. Like the the tour that that I'm doing is so obnoxiously insane, and like the, I need people to to figure this out and come to this show. Like I cannot have this show not completely sold out. So like, let's uh, let's talk about the show. I mean, like when when yeah. people because there's been a lot of people that have gravitated towards your podcast, and you were incredibly raw and honest on your podcast about all the things that you've sure. struggled with, from you know sex addiction to drugs and everything else, right, right over the years. And so there's a lot of honesty there. But when when you say okay, it's going to be a live show, some people still have a hard time making the sure. connection of like what that means. So exactly. what what does that mean? It, it it's a multimedia comedy show. I've been doing a comedy for. 12 years, yeah. 11 years in comedy clubs. And the whole experience has become multimedia. So now when, when I put together a show to go on tour, it starts with me doing the most ridiculous crap you've ever heard of. Like for, for this show in particular, it's called The Bucket List. I got m- medical professionals to just put everything they worked for on the line. Assume a disguise and administer stolen general anesthesia drugs while I'm riding a bicycle through a field. Super. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> do you know what it <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, do you know what an epidural is? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. where they put a four-inch needle into your spine. My wife has... Four kids, and yeah. I've been there, and I've seen it. It's not it, that's yeah. that creeps me out. Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. it's it's the creepiest. Dude. They they uh they, they render you completely paralyzed from the waist down. And then you ride a bike while on an. Well, no, like uh, the the that one, I got two medical professionals. In Good, the yeah, yeah, got <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and yeah, so the four inch needle is in my spinal cavity. The doctor injects the drug. It's called chloroprocaine. He he rips out the four inch needle and off I go sprinting like a total badass. How far did you make it? Uh, surprisingly far. Really good. Yeah, good. Surprisingly far, uh, and then is when it got really gnarly because um, we had to determine just how paralyzed I really was. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it's taken a little while to wear off, I assume. Well, well yeah, and, yeah. and um, it, it, the the drug worked like too well because uh, I was like uh, I. I I couldn't feel my chest. It's supposed to be the waist down. Oh, a little higher up. And then they need to intubate you sometimes because, like, uh, it'll back up. And uh-huh. we weren't really prepared for that. So just so. to be clear, this is not what's happening at the show at Virgin Correct. on Sunday. Correct. That's it's it's a multimedia show. So we can see some of these things, but you're you not riding everything. a bike through the audience Correct. on an epidural. Okay, good. Correct. Good. You see everything. Yeah, good. And everything that I did for this show, like. Zero chance I could ever do it for Jackass because you can't do flagrantly illegal things for Jackass. So for this show, you've just decided, well, let's not worry about laws, the stuff 100%. like that. Let's just have some fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, so that was, that was one of the rules with Jackass. You couldn't do anything that was illegal, obviously illegal. Is that right? Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. They got they got to clear so, stuff before we do it. Believe it or not. Well, so that's why you're out on tour. It's this is like a once in a lifetime event to be able to go see something like right. this. How do you even come up with like what's your thought process and creative process of coming up with these it, ideas for these videos? It, it could be you know any different source of inspiration. I've come up with ideas in dreams that like I've uh, you know I've, there's there's one for the the bucket list. Uh, 
which is the oldest idea on the list. I heard this joke when I was 12. What is the definition of macho? It's a man who jogs home from his own vasectomy. And like, I, I didn't even know what a vasectomy was when I was 12, but, but I was like... That stuck with you. Yeah, because yeah. all I've ever wanted was to be macho. Sure, so yeah. I, I, I grew up with this idea called the vasectomy Olympics. <laughs> oh. I, and, by the way, I need to join that. Dude, it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's it's uh, humping Tom Ball month long. My, my, my girl and I used to be like the, the one week, you know, it's like... Uh, Kind of a blessing and a curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just a blessing just all a the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's on that 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 one's on the list. Uh, um, and and really the the relationship that I have with my girl is kind of the backdrop because I could not have carried out the absurd things I did for this show without there being serious implications uh, you know so when you are, were like campaigning for heavyweight champ Francis and Ganu of the UFC to punch you in the nuts like well your girlfriend's on board with that she, she's surprisingly okay with some stuff and and uh, surprisingly not okay with okay, other give stuff. me an example of like something where she's like no we're not doing that like what is is uh, yeah. shut down? <laughs> She's trying to shut down the hundred foot crane. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't actually want you to plummet to your death. <laughs> it's not going to be windy this weekend. It's yeah, fine. fine. Are we doing that this weekend? Is that the plan? Yeah, dude, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We're promoting your show on Sunday. If Steve-O's not there on Sunday, he died. No refunds. No refunds. Uh, uh, like, uh, I gotta believe that there would be refunds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I gotta believe it. I like that we're not sure. There may or may not be refunds. Yeah. You got to buy your tickets either Let's way. Draw the line in the sand right now. No refunds. I've got super professional people working on this. That's what I'm telling my girl. I've got like uh, the same crane operator that like lifted a car over Caesar's Palace. Uh, okay, and, so they've and, lifted and other been, cars I've got, before. I've got a, the welder guy like from the Tesla shop. I'm good. <laughs> we got really good iron workers and welders yeah, here in town. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you're in good hands. Yeah, you're doing yeah, for yeah, sure. You're doing right. uh, ba baby in the chat said, are you still good friends with your castmates from Jackass? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, still close. I'm yeah. like Switzerland. Yeah, yeah, you're friends with everybody. Yeah, big time. Because, because obviously with Bam suing, yeah, yeah it's been complicated. Everybody, yeah. like... There, there, there's a. I mean, I don't even think that anybody from Jackass even holds it against Bam too much. But there's just you can't have that happen without it being kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but you're still friends with Bam despite all yeah, of that stuff. Big yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like uh, I mean, because you know, sobriety is is a challenge for a lot of people, and not as challenging as the way I was operating before I got sober. <laughs> 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 you were living pretty hard there for a while. Yeah. Do you feel like it's kind of giving you a new life? And, oh, my God. Uh, yeah? It's like cheating. Yeah? You know, you, yeah, you get sober, you find out life's not actually that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You've just been making it difficult. Oh, yourself. yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how much time I used to waste, like, just going in the wrong direction, making mistakes, creating wreckage, just it's wasting time. And yeah. now, like, it's been 14 years that I've been largely... Undistracted, yeah. not focused, not make you know. I, 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 I use my time deliberately, and it's incredible how productive I can be. Young Matt Farah is here in the studio. My my younger brother, he's a huge fan of yours, and I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, 
You've watched every podcast that he's produced? Every single one. Every wow, single one. Wow, dude. Huge, huge thank fan. Thank you so much. I yeah. love that. So he knows he knows some of the stories. Oh, I know all the stories. He sent me a list of all of your favorite things before you <laughs> oh came on the God, show today because, so epic, because he actually is that big of a fan. So let, let me tell you another one that my girl was not stoked on. Okay. I'm not even got, I don't even know if I can say the thing on the radio, like the title of it, but I'm just gonna say it was a skydiving stunt. Okay. And and I, I, I determined, like, kind of like making a video living in my car. Yeah, it's not like skydiving. Everybody does that. Grandmas do that. We got, so we got to up the ante a little bit. Right. right. And yeah. this, this is also a very old idea, like 20 years. 20 years ago, I said, if I ever go skydiving, the only way it's worth it to me is if I'm completely naked. <laughs> so flat. And so complete, completely naked. Would you do a tandem skydive with somebody well, on your... Exactly. You got to do that the first time. Would they also be naked? Uh, we ended up, the guy was wearing a Speedo. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm vigorously servicing myself. <laughs> While skydiving? <laughs> In the plane. In the plane? In the plane. Oh, my God. With another man strapped to my back. What? And, and the, the objective was to simultaneously... The release. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it, yeah. Emission. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. That, that got happy ending. <laughs> blasting. <laughs> simultaneously as I fall out of the airplane 15,000 feet in the air. So you really had to time this properly. Dude, not only did I have to time it, I find out on the day, like as I'm getting into the plane, well, number one, that my butt crack, my bare butt crack is, is filled with this man's junk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, if that, and if that's not crazy enough, then they say, oh, by the way, I'm going to have to time my happy ending within a super precise window of two minutes because, of, <laughs> <laughs> because, because if we fall out at any other time, we're going to miss the drop zone. Yeah, you just gonna <laughs> plummet to your death or end up but, in a river somewhere. It's yeah, not, It's Talk not about, about me. performance We've anxiety. Parachuting in a place that's not like authorized to land in. Sure. Or, you know, like, or to, so, so. So I had to thread the needle. And you did <laughs> and, it? Dude, like, my man. I brought, yeah. It's amazing. It was the most. Oh, and I brought a portable DVD player. <laughs> I mean, the only logistic. This was the most challenging stuff that I've ever done. From like from putting it together. Yeah. Like logistically, you know, mind the pun, pulling it off. Mm-hmm. Like um, it's it's the crown jewel of my career, and and, and the the inspiration. See, this is where my fiance did not love it. Um, was the DVD player. Uh, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and, and the, the star of the movie was, <laughs> on the DVD <laughs> actually lives in Vegas. I've oh, just been uh, dying to see the show. Can, do you, can, you, can you mention? Her name, her name is Lee Raven. Lee Raven. Okay, so Lee, if you're listening this morning, just know that you were involved in the most epic stunt of she knows. Oh, she, she does. She knows, yeah. I, I feel like that would be an honor. Like if somebody came to me and they were like, hey, you were the yeah, one that I know I, know like, I could precisely time it to. Like that's 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 well, magic. Right I, I there. went DVD shopping. <laughs> Did you really? It had to be a DVD because your phone doesn't get a signal at 15,000 I was going to ask why. That makes sense. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so it had to be a DVD. So we went shopping. Now, I, when I was picking out this DVD, um, I uh, was just looking at the images on the cover, you know? Yeah, as and, you do. Yeah. And I didn't even read the titles, but it turned out that it was like, you know, 
Butt Destroyer 3. Look, from the hot sauce to the comedy shows to Steve-O maybe plummeting to his death in the next couple of hours, uh, it, this has just been a lot of fun, man. Congratulations on all the success of the tour uh, Sunday over the theater at Virgin Hotels. And Sell then, it out. And then, Dude, I'm telling you, Las Vegas, I did not come here to waste your time. And, and this show is... I'm telling you, it's something special. And if okay. you're driving down the 215 this evening and you see a Tesla hanging 100 feet up, just give it a little honk. And Oh, and by the way, the, the crane, uh, like it's not going to be, it would be nice if it was right by the UFC sign on the building, but that there's such security there. Yeah. They've got an empty lot next to the building, so like all kinds of people can come and take selfies. Like we can have a crowd beneath. And that's happening tonight. Yeah, I'm at Skankfest today. Skankfest today, and which and, is a and, big uh, comedy show. I'm for at, those don't it, know, yeah, it's a big festival. Yep. Skankfest. I'm there. Um, I'd, like I'll be done there at like 10 p.m. and then I'm coming to hop in the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if you're the UFC lawyer and you have to make that call? You're like, hey. Um, well, so we have got this guy, Steve-O, who I'm sure you know. He wants to live in a car dangling 100 feet above our parking lot. And the, the lawyer's like, oh, God damn it. All right, just don't do it in the main parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it, dude, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be epic. All right, it's so se- epic. 7 o'clock on Sunday yeah. is tickets. the big show. Buy your Get tickets. your tickets, Steve-O. Yeah. Thanks for the time today, yeah, man. Yeah, my man Dana White cannot see empty seats in this theater on Sunday. Dana's coming on Sunday as well. <laughs> Love it, man. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good. Good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. With all the new UFO sightings being reported in recent years, do you guys still think aliens aren't on our planet? Message deleted. Man, what do aliens want with us? They don't want anything to do with us at this point, and we don't want aliens to be here. I believe in aliens. I believe in extraterrestrials. They're, if you have mastered inner space travel, intergalactic travel, mm-hmm. even if they were here, we would never be able to detect them. But they, we are the trailer trash of the universe. Did you see that they were, there was like evidence, or they're saying that there was evidence of uh, like an attack on Mars? Oh, shut up! I mean, they just—I mean, come on. So you believe? certain things i mean you think that they attacked a planet where nobody lives well and there's no life <laughs> i think that they probably just crashed and burned and and died I, no i don't know what it is i don't know they, but i i just think it's interesting that whenever we talk about space and things that are so unknown and uncertain that people have the ability to believe certain things and then not all things like i think that they have if, if i believe in aliens then i certainly believe that they've checked out earth you think so oh for sure i think space is too big i think that they checked it out and were like meh nah. No pass. Yeah. Also, here's the thing. Think about all the weird-ass stuff on our planet that exists already and how metal nature is in and of itself. Everything's trying to kill literally everything. We've we've evolved into a more uh, civilized society. That's what society is. We don't murder each other and eat each other because we have to. Uh, you know, we, we kind of, you know, for the by and large, live in a society. Like, think about how metal space would be. Like Insane. The, Insane. Like, I don't want to be found by aliens because... We are probably going to be eaten and killed. And frankly, you look delicious. Damn right. Please leave a message. One of those overstuffed gooses. 
Audrey, when you were talking about how you sometimes sing what it is you are doing in that moment, all I could think about was Malibu's Most Wanted and traffic, traffic, driving through traffic, looking for my chapstick. There's a poor Maverick. Message deleted. I am Malibu's Most Wanted. Legit. Like, that is that is me as a person. I am that. I, I, and it's very annoying to everyone I'm around. And I understand that about me. Um, but I'm 31. I, I'm in too deep. I can't, I can't cut that personality trait. It's a characteristic of mine that's... Annoying, and See, I know this. You're saying I'm annoying, and I am aware of that, and, and I'm everyone, doing nothing to change. And everyone's going to just deal with it. Yeah, of course. And I mean, like think about you. like think about how annoying you are, you know, and like the things that you do, and and you know, and you go, just no, go on. Like how how <laughs> am I annoying? No, Audrey? no it's not just to you. How am I annoying? Same like with Mahoney and Jordan too. Like, everybody has Everyone's, annoying things that they do. Oh no, no, I'm just asking like specifically, like what's an annoying thing that I do? Hmm. I don't know. Your little brother's in the room. He can probably answer better than I can. He grew up with you. Breathing, talking. Breathing, talking. Existing. Okay. I'm just... No, it's good. It's Speaking good. of Malibu's... Good friends. <laughs> Speaking of Malibu's Most Wanted, I'm going over uh, Jamie Kennedy's uh, IMDB. I did not know that he was uh, the star of Tremors 5, Bloodline, and five, Tremors five, 6, A six? Cold Day in Hell. They made six of those movies, I huh? think they made even more than that. Oh. Kimmers is the worm. I always thought Jamie yeah. Kennedy was funny. You know, I loved Malibu's Most Wanted. For sure. Classic. Yeah. It probably could be made in 2022, yeah. but these are the times. I think you could, and it would be specifically because you're trying to cancel that character. Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, man. I, I mean, that's what the whole point, the whole movie was trying to get him to show the fact that you're, you're a white boy. And he you was know? great in Scream, too. Didn't even know he was in Scream. Great? I mean, I thought he was good. He, he, was, not, a, he was a character. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. He's a character. I mean, those, no, that movie was great. So the most I've ever spent on a meal was probably $100. What's the most expensive meal you guys have eaten? Don't and ask. Do you think it was worth it? Nope. Individually, not collectively. The most expensive meal that you've ever had is $100? Individually. Like on your own, not oh, as a date or yeah. as a group. What's the most you've ever spent on yourself? A disgusting amount. What? Okay. You did some like gold plated something, didn't you? I mean, I've done Japanese, J- Japanese A5 Wagyu Ooh, and yeah. like Wolfgang Puck's cut. And that mm-hmm. was, I on myself, it was like six or seven hundred dollars. Yeah. I, we had just hit like number one and bonused, and you know, I had more money than and that's, I, And that's how you treated yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, and then I went and ate Taco Bell after the fact. Why are the portions at five star restaurants so small? Like, and that's the thing that just like in it's the moment the I'm flavor profile. It's not about it. it's supposed to be filling. But I've been to fantastic <laughs> restaurants that are like not. Well, we won't say five star or whatever. But they just give you bigger portions, just a little bit bigger is all we're asking. Not like two, two little s car goes on a plate. I don't think I've ever done six or seven hundred dollars on my own. That's no. I think that you know, there's been a, a couple of times where it's been like three hundred bucks, and that's mostly because. I'll have like the steak and then some wine and it's then the wine. some scotch. It's the booze that yeah, catches that. It's the booze. And then I'm like, whoops. Because why are the bottles so expensive? Of wine? Yeah. Uh, it's a good question. My wife will not let me take her to fancy meals. She feels like it's wasteful. Because same time, you know, hit a, hit a bonus for the show and I want to take her to, you know, the world's greatest chef at the time and still one of the, you know, I mean, even though his past, like Joel Rubichon, mm. you know, they had like yeah. a 16 course meal that takes four hours or something like that. She oh, said no. hell no. Four hours? But it's like an obscene amount of courses and I wanted to do that. I mean, I love food, but she she has said no. She's like, go by yourself. And I'm like, I want to experience that with somebody. 
Like, I can't go to a 16-course meal by myself. She's like, will you please just get a mistress and leave me alone? (laughs) Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney show. You can't wear Skechers, Dude, bro. Howie Long can wear whatever he wants. You can't wear butt-shaping Skechers on set and no, look cool. He's... Wear butt-shaping Skechers. I mean, seriously, it tastes like my childhood. Every time I would go to visit my dad's during the summer, my dad's, my dad. Every time I would go to visit my dad's, my dad's. I, br- I brought up burgers. <laughs> and we ended up inside your dad's, dad's sex van. Well... Inside your dad's dad's sex van. What was he doing walking hmm. around? I don't the, know. The that streets with like, 100 Gs in a backpack. Unless you are a po, unless you are a pro poker player. Unless you are a po po po. That are in their own individual mm-hmm. bowl that everybody's just rummaging their yeah. pruny fingers it's through. Just rummaging their yeah. pruny it's fingers. You were in your 30s with dark hair and so attractive. I had my dog with me with me and made sure I stayed around to interact with you. With me with me and But every time I would go to visit my dad's Oh dad's sex fan. No. Inside your dad. Everybody's just rummaging their pruny fingers through. Ho, ho. Dads. Where you want. Can't wear butt-shaping sketchers. Ho. 30s with dark hair and so attractive. I had my dog with me with me and butt, butt. Made sure I stayed around to interact with you. I I brought up burgers and we ended up inside your dad's dad's sex van. Well, as as you do. Welcome. (laughs) Can I get out now? This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Damon Mahoney. I don't know if everyone has an opinion about this, but I feel like I've got a pretty strong opinion. Do you guys have good or bad Amazon delivery drivers for the most part? Good. Do they put the package where it's supposed to go? In my doorway at my house, yes. Okay. But- Audrey, I know that you're a big Amazon shopper. Do yeah, you but feel that... My boyfriend lives very far. Uh-huh. And so I don't get things same day anymore because he oh. lives so far you should break up with them just for that reason <laughs> it's, I mean, it's I a compromise i'm i'm less. having to really i feel like i'm pouring more from one cup uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's not easy it's not it's easy. not easy having to take gas this, prices uh, right now gas prices what? dude so, i know but I uh to answer your question it is the same person and he's he's good so for the most part it's the same person that delivers stuff to my house but there is a a guy that i think works for ups because some of the stuff will arrive via ups that for whatever reason instead of putting stuff Near my front door, he'll put it in front of my garage, which unless I'm driving out of my garage, I don't notice. Weird, because remember about this time mm, last year, I had the Nike debacle and I was wondering where and why would they ever put my Nike shoebox that was being delivered inside my garage. That's crazy. So that th- this actually happened to me yesterday. I was in my garage and I've got like the little third car garage 
where there's a little like workout setup in there, and I've got yeah. an elliptical, and I'm in there, and I'm working out, and what I do when I I'm working out in there is I'll pop that door open just to like get the air moving a little yeah, bit more. It's a garage. It's stuffy, and so I'm in there working out, and all of a sudden. The Amazon driver pokes his head underneath the halfway open garage door and goes, here you go, and sets the package down. And I'm shirtless <laughs> on my elliptical. Sweating. It's like a hot Pilates watching studio John Oliver. There. I'm like, hello. <laughs> How to do. I mean, good thing you weren't doing anything weird. No, I know, right? And I mean, he looked at imagine? me like he, did, he got a lot more than he had bargained for. He was like, gave me this look, and he's like, well, see you I later. Mean, if you stick your head anywhere that is not like a open doorway, you, you got to be prepared to see some weird stuff on the other end. I kind of feel like see? it might have been... I mean, it was just me on the elliptical shirtless. It's not like I... Oh, that's so anticlimactic. I know. What? Climactic. Nope. Try again. Anti. It was not Don't as... Bully it, wasn't her, as Dave. High, it wasn't as big I'm not bullying her. You're bullying her. It's, you know, you, you say it. Climactic. No. Yeah, there you go. No. Climactic. That's how you Climatic. say Climatic. No. Climax. No. Cli- it. Tick. Oh, God. <laughs> also, how do you say how? that? Anticlimatic? That's what I said. And no, you climactic said it was, is what you're saying. No, no and then I said it right. Then no, you, you said don't. it was wrong. So I never know what, what's right. <laughs> you have never told me one time what is correct. And it you is not to my know. job to tell you how to say words. Whatever. What I was saying is... <laughs> What were that you is saying? very underwhelming. I was thinking that you were like huffing and puffing and like. I mean, I was working out, you know. I was just, I, I didn't expect anyone to suddenly be in my space. So you were just like on your elliptical, <laughs> booty shaking. Like, how do you, do you like do a little switch? Yeah. Do you ever pretend like you're on the runway when you're on those things? Like you're like. Ha, ha, ha. See, that's you know the difference between about? you and I. Like I'll pretend like I'm boxing. Like, <laughs> okay, so, you, so you're fake boxing, you're yeah, shadow boxing, like, like boxing. a total douche, like a total on, your, douche. <laughs> on your elliptical. My American flag behind me watching some John Oliver. Yeah. Your don't tread on me flag. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? If you have a don't tread on me flag, do you it's have to put it in, in your garage? garage? You got to put it in the garage, right? Got to be in the garage. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash, Dave and Mahoney. So if you're a big fan of Pawn Stars, and there are a lot of big fans of Pawn Stars out there, do you know how many episodes they've done over the years? I was just going to ask you that. My guess is 400? 600 episodes wow. of Pawn Stars have aired since 2009. I have a few friends that have worked on that show over yeah. the years. Uh, they're just nice guys. I mean, I really like Rick and Corey. Friends and, of the and show for a long time. Chumley. In Two fact, dudes. one of the first times that they did any media was before. It's when the show had gotten signed mm-hmm. and they were just starting production, but nothing had aired yet. And they came into the radio studio to do an interview. And yeah, like, like yeah, like nice guys, dudes that had a good reputation, but nobody really knew who they were just yet. And so they're trying to get the name out there. And yeah, their show was just starting. And it was Corey and Chumley that came in to do the interview. And one of them farted so awful in the studio <laughs> that we had to open the door and air it out. I don't know which one it was. We were it had to have been Chum. about to go on air and we put our headphones on so I couldn't actually hear it happen. And I was just like, oh. Wait, it was actually, that was the first year we were doing the show. Yes, it was 2009. It was 2009, and yeah. At that moment, we instituted a no farting policy in the studio that has held up since then. Uh, that was the first and only fart. And it was 
memorable. I will say this, though. I, <laughs> I can't breathe. You know, they have. Neither cut, can we. <laughs> they've donated a lot of money to events that we've done for charity over the years. Very Incredibly generous, uh, generous uh, on that front. But I am still holding a grudge against Chum Lee. Because you OnlyFans and you subscribe. I was the, the only reason. I The only reason. I think I was the only person to subscribe. He tweeted it out. I was like the only person to like it. And I'm pretty sure I was the only person to subscribe to Chum Lee's OnlyFans. Did not see a single nut. What? No, no scrote. He, he had a picture of his dog up there. and that Dog was and it. sunglasses. Dog and that sunglasses. That was it. Three ninety nine gone, but the that's all it was. <laughs> you were expecting to see Chumley's nuts yeah, for three ninety nine. Sure was. <laughs> uh, Pawn Stars is doing a series spinoff. It's going to be called Pawn Stars Do America, and it's going to premiere well, on, on the History Channel on November 9th. Were they international before? No, no, just I'm the, not trying to traveling. Joke, I think that they they this one's going to be on the road, so kind of uh, like Antique Roadshow, you okay. know, but with. A very gassy Chumley on the road, which we uh, we It'll look forward to. Did you know they they back in 2019? So most of the episodes were you know 30 minute episodes, but yeah. in 2019 I guess they bumped it up to an hour. Oh really? Yeah, good for them, man. Yeah. And they signed like five 500 more episodes to that, do or that whatever. Show just prints. It's the easiest yeah. thing in the world. You just sit there and I love that they're like they've got a guy for everything. Yeah, it's like they've got a sword guy, yeah. a vintage car guy, somebody who knows coins, paintings, relics. Yeah, hold on, let me call my moldy baseball card guy. <laughs> yeah. Or just baseball See what this is worth. Mold. Mold guy. Mold guy, yeah. Um, Bob Odenkirk, big fan of his as well. Uh, he is going to be in a rom-com. I can, I can sure. totally get he's that. He's way works. more handsome he's, as he's gotten he, way more famous. He but can kind of like, do anything, Adam right? Sandler is like peak rom-com at like but certain I, points of his career as well. I so. think of Bob Odenkirk and I think of you know his character of Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and how it's dark but funny yeah. and that works great. I love and the relationship even, between... Him and Kim. Yeah, but even the... the that actually works, right? Yeah. For rom-com. But then as an action star as well, what was it called? The... Nobody. The no, Nobody. He was great in that. Yeah. I think he's... Big fan. I think that he is cross... I don't want to say format, whatever it is. Cross genre. Mm-hmm. He's good. I enjoy him. He's and, a great and, actor. And I don't find him to be bad looking. He's gotten a lot better looking. I don't find him to you, be uh, bad looking in it? the beginning. Would you hit it? Yes. Yes, I would, Dave. Yeah, you, nobody knows who you're asking. Producer Pajamas, would you hit it? Mahoney, would you hit it? Would I anybody just, else 10 hit it? 10 out of 10. Hit it every yeah, day. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. All, all of us are like uh, 100%, and you're like, mm, I don't want to answer that. I'm bashful. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lady, Dave. I could never answer such immature questions. Mm. Uh, Netflix is going to be doing their ad-based model, and it's going to be $7 Arf. a month. So if you want to... You know, pay for a service and also have to watch all the commercials. Netflix has a solution. Why are all the streaming platforms doing this? It's like they're they're forgetting what was making them what so made successful. Streaming good. Yes, yeah. I mean, and, and obviously advertisements is just an easy cash grab, and obviously they know that they're going to be able to make dumb money off of this because you're going to be a two, uh, you're going to be a tiered system just like the internet now is, and your telephone bill and everything else. Everything is a grab, but I feel like we're going to see people go back to. Um, Cable. No, they're not going to go back to cable. You don't they're think you're going to go backwards? No, they'll start pirating. Start stealing. Oh, yeah. Because true. when you make it inconvenient. True. Oh, true. And you keep jacking the prices up, here's what we're going to do. And that is what's going to happen. And they seem to seem to they, they seem to forget about that aspect of the internet. And I don't know. I think Netflix is kind of in its uh death throes. I think right we're, now. it's the Facebook of streaming. 
Yeah, I mean they they everybody Ooh. else has gotten it. They were the first. Perfect. They were the first. No, I wouldn't even say Facebook. My the MySpace. They were the the early the first to market for online streaming content. Had their heyday, but now literally everybody else is involved in doing it better. I'll tell you this. I switched. I cut my satellite TV Bye. and got rid of it like two months ago, month ago now at this point, and I switched over to Hulu Live. Mm-hmm. Welcome. And Hulu is infinitely better. Mm-hmm. It really is. Okay, let me ask you this, Audrey. Would you bang Hulu? Sure. Yeah. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Well, all right, my friends. Woo, you, buddy. We're <laughs> to another Friday. All I want to eat is Barely. Uh, we are still employed some places. Barely. Barely. <laughs> But we have a lot to celebrate, a lot to drink about, and a lot to just you know let's uh, let's let's bro down on some beers. This Audrey is the most just broy beer, by the way. She no, just opened her gullet and just started pouring it directly into her skull it moments is ago. Good y'all. You know I love me some Trader Joe's. I do mm-hmm. every Saturday. I'm at Trader Joe's shopping with the is wife. Is that before or after Costco? Uh, after oh, okay, Costco great. first, Trader Joe's second. And this past Saturday, I was at Trader Joe's, and one of my favorite things at Trader Joe's is the cookie butter. I mm. love the cookie butter. I love their cookie butter cookies. I love their cookie butter spread. Did you see I got the ice cream? I saw that you got the ice cream. The cookie butter ice cream mm. is life-changing. life-changing. And for the first time I saw at Trader Joe's, they had a cookie butter beer. So I had to pick it up. And that's the beer that we are featuring today on Beer for Breakfast. The Trader Joe's cookie butter beer. It has 9.5% alcohol by volume. It comes in a four-pack of pint cans and it was priced at $14.99. Uh, I mean, if you look at the labeling, it just looks like, I mean, Trader it's the traditional Joe's. Trader Joe's cookie butter labeling. I like it. That's classic. The five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast. Look, look smell, up. taste, feel, and drinkability. I mean, in the look, you just have a clear golden body. A perfect. Little, I mean, a, just much like myself. She's perfect. Some uh, <laughs> decent amount of carbonation in there with a regular Pour got uh, about a finger and a half of uh, fizzy whitehead. I'm actually surprised because I didn't know what this beer looked like before I poured it in the glass. It's a bit more golden than I expected. I was expecting browner. Mm -hmm. I was expecting maybe like a something. Yeah. Darker. Butter. But if that's microwave butter, this is kind of just a lighter shade of what the actual cookie butter does look like. I don't you know could, why you I could dunk expecting. a crab leg in that. For Ooh, sure you could. God, Buttery. That sounds so good. That sounds so do good. Not, do not dip a crab leg uh, in this. Let's move on to the next category, which is uh, the smell. Let's take a big whiff of Trader Joe's cookie God. butter beer. Do they make this in candle? This smells like a candle. Yeah, I mean, exactly if they don't make it, it in candle, Trader I mean, Joe's. It smells like Christmas. I mean, you just there is uh, a ton of serotonin. gingerbread that's up in this bitch. I, I mean, you get some vanilla in there. It's a big, spicy nose. Mm. I mean, there. this is... It may off-put some people if you definitely don't like if spicier things. If you're like a things. grump. Maybe, but okay, some so people let me be a don't like their beers so, and like their beers that t- smell like candles. It, some people don't. It smells too sweet and candle-y for me. And full disclosure, not a big sweets guy. So I, I don't know if I'm going to love this beer like you guys do, but the smell of it, it really does smell like you're putting your nose into a candle. So Gingerbread can cookie yes. butter. I, can I ask, Dave, do you enjoy like things uh, like joy and happiness? Like happiness? Yes. And yes. Um, things like, you know, like 
puppies and kittens. I love and puppies and kittens and happiness. A fresh snowfall. Uh, just not in sugar form. Okay. I, I like the smell of this. I mean, as far as noses go on beers, this is one of the more interesting ones out there. We've done some gingerbread beers over the past, and this one I like a little bit more because it's not just coinly sweet. It's just, it's, it's a lot. It is a lot. No alcohol in the nose, even as it warms up. Let's move on. But to it does our- have a lot of alcohol in it. It's nine and a half. Oh, yeah. Niner. Oh, yeah. Nine, nine and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's almost double digits. Let's uh, let's cheers and take a drink of the Trader Joe's cookie butter beer, my friend. Audrey is slamming this. It's gone. Is it really? It's so good, dude. Like, this is, because Mahoney, you know me. <sighs> One of the first things that we were able to bro down on, which is funny. Again, yeah. I'm going to repeat the fact that this is the least bro down type of beer that you possibly could pick in order to do this. But one of the things whenever we first met was whenever I was talking about my love for those robust flavors, those big flavors, uh-huh. like the, the porters, the stouts, yeah. all of that. And this is so good to me, not necessarily because it's a porter or a stout or whatever, but it just has all of that. The things that you love about the season yeah. mm. in a beer okay so let me um give you my take uh it's terrible you think this it is, is terrible terrible it really? tastes give me yours like a candle and sadness like <gasps> it it has a weird aftertaste that's chalky oh i thought the aftertaste was the best part oh no this sucks what are you really? talking about terrible like you mean that you really I do mean, mean it you're not just trying soul. to you're just you're not, you're not actually do you want my beer yeah for here real go. here take that Thank piece you. of crap off my hands. Whoa. It's terrible, terrible. Yeah, because I already finished awful, my half. Try hard beer. You think it's a try hard? It's I'm, way. It, it's nothing but a sugar bomb followed by a chalky aftertaste. It's not great. I it's don't, not, but even I think good. It, it falls into the good category. No, for me. no way. Uh, Producer Jordan, you are fired. Producer Jordan, what are your thoughts? So I, I did write it down. To me, it feels like I'm eating a cookie. Yeah. With like a light macro beer, like chaser. So like I'm I'm tasting the macro beer, but then I just get all the like smell of a fresh baked cookie. So do you like that or do you not like that? I wish I had more it more in the taste though. You wish I, more. I, you wish you t- had, could taste more alcohol. Or no, no, more more, more of the cookie. cookie. Yeah, I mean it's not overwhelming, but we also have to remember that this is a beer. Yeah, and there, but, no, there's no sh- like like everybody like, wants more cookie. Wants some coffee. Yeah. That sucked. I di- I disagree, Dave. I think the the flavor on this. I mean. Food. What are you talking about? The, food, there's no Dave. flavor. It's just nothing but sugar. What do you mean there's, there's no, no flavor? No flavor. You, I literally untrue. taste vanilla and coconut and let me look at the base of the bottle. No, like, I mean, for straight up, I feel like it's just straight uh, vanilla and spice. And yeah. I don't know what that spice is, it's but ginger. it's, it's, it's uh, like gingerbread. Okay. It's, it's like, like gingerbread, gingerbread cookies. Spice. Yeah, it tastes. I mean, I think the it's not nearly as rich as you would come to expect from cookie butter, but it's creamy. I, it kind of delivers what it is. It's, you know, it's Trader Joe's cookie butter beer and this is kind of what i expected from this particular a beer bomb. i wasn't it's a bomb overwhelmed and i wasn't underwhelmed i think i was whelmed properly i was properly whelmed by the flavor of this a uh, little bit of orange properly in there whelmed. the alcohol is not uh, the, and the alcohol is not overwhelming i do like the finish the most i feel like that's where the most uh gingerbread flavors the most spice really comes out in the uh, in in the finish 
That's crazy. Dave is just eye-rolling you so hard. It Everything is you're saying. a bad beer. What are you talking about? I disagree. What would you rate it, Dave? If this was on your scale of supremacy, what would you rate it? A 1.3 out of no 5. No way. It is bad. There's here. no you're redeeming quality. Brat. I'm you're not being, being a brat. brat. It's just, it, it, it's masking all of its lame flavor profile with <laughs> additional it's, sugar. Dave, it's a novelty beer. It's I 100%. That doesn't Jordan mean that it's a scoff. good beer. I think it is. It's a bad beer. It's good for what it is. Everyone in the room. Hoppa, who is a beer fanatic in the chat, said, Actually brews his own beer. Actually okay. brews his own beer. Jordan, what would you what would you rate this? I, I would rate it like three point six. Okay. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm like on a three eight, three nine. Shane said it sounds like a sorority beer. That's exactly what this and is. And what do you have against sororities? Yeah. Huh? Sexist. Okay, sexist. I love sororities. Cancel whoever that was in the chat. That's Shane. Actually, I don't. No, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, the mouthfeel, it's uh just under medium bodied. Uh you know, for me. It's uh, it's exactly what it's supposed it's to be. It's a sugar beer. Yeah. It's a grocery store beer that My, it, like has. A, so you like, so you give it a pass as being a bad beer because it's a grocery store. No, beer? It's a, the cookie butter is a novel. It's like a, it's novel a novelty thing. See, that, like that's where you guys are getting all crossed is that you guys love the cookie butter from but Trader Joe's. It tastes like it in you beer form. You hate cookie butter, so that I, you're you're also using your judgment in there. Yeah. Uh, for me, the, the the biggest downside of this, but I mean, when you think about it in a grand scheme of things, is the price point. I mean, you're talking. Sixteen dollars for fifteen, sixteen dollars for a four pack. It better of beer. be cheap, but garbage. it does have almost ten percent alcohol by volume. So you do finish a four pack of this, you are going to be on your ass. I don't think you could finish a four pack because I do think it is you a of beer. This is a diabetic shot. This is a one and done you? beer for me. The, one and done for sure. But maybe like I a one and a half. And if done. you like beer. If you like cookie butter, this is a beer that you may like to You're try. You're losing all of your credibility this is a, right now. This is a beer that you drink when you're wearing a sweater. Yeah, this is like as you a go into a striped sweater. Because you can wear beer. a striped sweater all the time. Can I get a drum roll? On Mahoney's Beer Scouts Supremacy, I give the Trader Joe's Cookie Butter Beer a 3.6 out of 5. Nope. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So I'm wondering, uh, what philosophy, like life philosophy, do each of you live by? Uh, I'm really curious about Audrey's life philosophy. Message deleted. (laughs) Um, I feel like I live my life by this and I actually one quarter mile at a time. Kind of, (laughs) kind of, God, it's, it's, it actually has a lot to, uh, that was instilled with me in work every, you can change your life in every 15 minutes. I mean, that's, I mean, literally, and that's just the way that uh, like, the reason why I think like that is because every break is something new. Every, each time we turn on the microphone, you have the ability to change and to fix every mistake that you made from the time before. And the reason why I think that way is because life, whenever you have fleeting moments of things that are going to make you angry or, or things that are turbulent in your life or, or whatever it is, what, however you perceive the next 30 minutes of your life, you can change, you can alter your mindset to anything that you do, right? Like whatever you believe in yourself is how you are going to be able to proceed throughout your day. And so, and honestly, that did not really happen until I started working in this field. To, to believe it because it's true. You change everything within an, an hour's hour's time. My philosophy is a little more simple than that. It's uh, don't be a dick. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, just don't be a dick. 
That's a really good one. That's, to live I by. mean, the golden rule that we try to live our life by: treat people how you want to be treated. Don't be a dick. Uh, and me, work smarter, not harder. Mm. That's beautiful. That, that, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. And where we're going. Dave's like, enough of the wise words. Mm, yeah, where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> oh, no, roads are important because can you think about how horrible it would be to be in gravel roads? Very Everyone's funky. so dark. Mackenzie in the chat said nothing matters. But nothing. I mean, that but is everything, true, not, That's so true. Yeah, that's very true. So Mahoney says that Audrey gets more messages than him and Dave. Well, Audrey, Pajama Llama, and all the new listeners, let me tell you why. Back in the good old days when Dave and Mahoney were a fledgling radio show, Mahoney wasn't the professional broadcaster we know and love today. I thought it was a good idea to call in and give him some constructive criticism just to let him know, hey, keep up the good work, but here's a few things you can work on. Mahoney at the top of his lung proceeded to curse me out while Dave just laughed his ass off in the background. And that's why you guys don't get as many messages Message deleted. We are not uh, as receptive to messages, whether it's praise or criticism. And that's something that has been instilled in us for many years because we've known a lot of people in this field, especially, that get way too caught up. Not just in the insults and get down on them, but mm-hmm. in the compliments and start thinking that you they're believe great. Your own hype. Uh, neither of those things are true. It doesn't matter. Uh, Audrey, on the other hand, uh, cares what other people think, and that is a weakness. <laughs> it is such a weakness, dude. I was actually thinking about this not too long ago. I went on a rant about tampons online. <laughs> and, like, somebody got mad at me about that. Like, straight yeah. up. They were, like, cursing me out. And, like, also, it is really hard because we are in a lot of male listeners, and a lot of people yeah. really do. Um, criticize me on the way I look and they were doing that for a really long time so it's really hard whenever you do something uh, for the for the love of the game and mm-hmm. for the thinking that you're the funniest person ever like I love talking to myself in a room mm-hmm. like I think I am the top top funniest comedian that I've ever met in my entire life mm-hmm. so whenever somebody like actually has something mean to say I remember it I'm like wait hold on what you don't think mean? I'm funny I think I'm funny how come you don't think I'm funny and have you seen these boobies there's I a little mean, bit of that too there, I mean yeah I mean when you pay money for something yeah you don't buy something and not show it off it's called roi at audrey on air follow the dave and mahoney show on social media at dave and mahoney because your home phone cell phone email facebook twitter and home screen all at the same time they're everywhere (laughs) way out in the land of the setting sun where the wind blows wild and free there's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the golden west Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada to me 